I'm Michael, your bougie black brother, and I'm here with my co-host, the bougie brother, Sean. What's the business, baby? Wardy, Wardy, son. Chilling over here. So I was getting back to so much music coming out at the end of the year, and uh, yeah. we are way fucking behind. But uh, I wanted to do, uh, I think we discussed, we discussed doing two kind of R&B slash yeah, almost crossover type deal as opposed to a rapper that's actually singing or something in that matter and and the two uh one that i was looking forward to and then you do in um a different one for me that i kind of listened to a, a couple of more times than my initial ones which is the mick jenkins yeah and your boy anderson pack and as I listened to them, and then I kind of went back and forth on it, it made it a lot more interesting in comparison compared to when I first started listening to it. So, like, listening to them together, like, back-to-back -back was, like, better than kind of listening to them by themselves? Yes. Yeah, so then it made me kind of do a better comparison. You right. know what I mean? I can, and, I can agree to that. And then when I did that, um, some things just came out for me, so it, it just made it a lot more interesting of what I was listening to and what my expectation was. So there you go. Yeah. So it, I agree. It, it helped. It actually helped. So, so the first one is the one that I'm not familiar with, but uh, I kind of started listening to a little of his old shit. Like what was it? Water. And um, what was the other one that he had? I didn't get a chance to finish listening to that. But um, a couple of his previous shit, which was, yeah, The Water, and it was one other one. Because I, I kind of listened to The Water and Waves, but it was an EP, I think. And I, I kind of listened to those just to see where he was with The Pieces of a Man. Because that's the newest one released on that. But right. you, But you was a little familiar with him, were you? Yeah, I was actually slightly familiar with him. He came out with a, uh, my man Mick Jenkins came out with a mixtape. The mixtape, I can't quite remember what it's called. See, it, look, we we both saying the same thing about it. I know, it. right? <laughs> he had an album, but I can't really remember the name of that album. But uh, it was a, a mixtape called uh, Or Me, what is it? Um, or Me, The Frustration. Okay. So he dropped that, uh, I think he dropped that last year. They say he dropped it in February 2018. If he, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he dropped it in February 2018. Just a mixtape. I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is weird. It's interesting. It didn't have a lot of tracks on there. And I was just like, ah, okay. But then um, he had a track going around social media. And I was just like, okay, that's, that was cool. You know, and then um, I follow a guy who makes my man. His name is Cole Bennett. So I think it's Cole Bennett underscore on Instagram. But um, he was on a video with him. I was like, all right, Mick, let me check you out. Dang, so when I checked this album out, uh, I really wasn't expecting too much. I really was just like, okay, Mick, I, you know, I've been seeing you around. 
know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see what you're working with. You know, your name been ringing. Uh, I'm here for it. Okay. Yep. So when you gave it to me, and he's like, well, let's put him under R&B. And I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is he trying to do? You know what I mean? And then, you know, I went back with his history. You know, he moved to Chicago. He was hanging out with your boy up there, Vic Mensa, And um, who was that? The other cat. Um, Mr. Friendly up there who who brought SoundCloud. Chance, shit. Chance yeah, Rapper. Chance. So he was fucking around with them. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so that still doesn't make me want to fuck with you because right. you know, I don't fuck with them. But I was like, okay, so you was trying to get yourself in. But then come to find out he, he did some spoken word. And that was a little of his background too. And I was oh. like, okay, hmm, all right. So then I listened to it again. And then I was like, hmm, nice production. All right. He, he kind of like a natural live band type, kind of mm-hmm. jazzy. I was like, well, okay, I got you. So I was starting to say, this is what he's trying to do. So I was okay with that. Then I start saying, oh, shit, this is spoken word rap. And what mm. he's trying to do is kind of blend them together with a little sing-songy, but more so of listen to what I'm saying. You know what I right. mean? And it be it be it became interesting because, and I don't, I might as well get into it right now. I kind of reject them because I think, and you said this during the previous uh, podcast. I was just getting used to too much Southern rap, and it made me kind of wait for something similar to that and it was almost stuck in my head to say when you hear rap it has to have a certain touch with that you know what i mean it has Mm -hmm. to have a similarity of that it's gotta have some kind of that beat with that and then i said oh shit this ain't bad at all this is what i used to be i used to wait for the uniqueness of a person coming out Right. Not, not the same shit all the time. Just done well. And then I started saying, I like his poetry aspect of this. I like his hooks that he had on here. Um, his voice is a little grimier than than most, but he still had a good flow to what he did. And there's like a couple of these motherfuckers that was like, I just highly enjoyed the second time around, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and and, and it, it just made it a lot more interesting to keep, continue to listen to it. And I skipped the the spoken word guy on the front end, and then kind of what you told me, listen, and then go with that and say, here's the concept of the album. So when you there keep you hearing go. it, you keep hearing it throughout there. That's what he's trying to do. And I start enjoying it a fucking lot, dude. Uh, the Gwendolyn apprehension, that was fucking cool. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a really, um, you know, real cool we, you know, left school okay. we. And all you call it we. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he gets down into what he's kind of rapping about. But his little hooks in between there was kind of catchy, man. It was like so catchy that it made you understand like a spoken word right and then i started saying 
you lost your ear to other rappers because you're listening too much of the same thing and done in different ways. I mean, mm. think about it. We've been looking at the Migos solo albums, Metro Boomin, Little Baby, yep, Gunna, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. We were saturated for weeks on this, almost a little over a month. So when I got this, I was kind of like, "What the fuck? Uh, this shit whack, Shotty. What is this bullshit? What the fuck going on, Shotty? What the?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Damn, bro, you better put your ears back on. Get yeah. your ears back on. Reset. And, you got to reset. Yep. And I kind of realized when people do unique stuff, you got to be able to take your time to digest it. And there you I, go. And I didn't digest it on the initial thing. So on the front end, it was just so enjoyable. And then, you know, it was a little long, but I was okay once I started understanding what he was doing. Right. But initially, I was kind of like, well, okay, I liked it. Man, he still got more on this motherfucker? Goddamn. Then I was like, okay. Then I was like, man, now I want to listen to it. Now I am can sit back and say, as a poetry-laden type um, release, Wow, enjoy what he's doing. Now start then I started looking at the lyrics too. Because I normally don't listen to the lyrics if I can pick it up. Because mm-hmm. if it if it flows really well, I can pick it up initially. But then when I'm saying, Wow, that's a unique way he did it, then I went to the lyrics and go, Oh, okay. Then I started enjoying it on a different level. Okay. But I think this guy was he's I liked it. I started liking it more and I realized what I did to myself by totally listening to a certain genre except for mixing it up. And if you don't mix it up, that's where you get, you know, kind of used to a style that right. kind of fucks you up. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, man. With with that uh spoken word theme of the album, uh, the last person I remember doing that was Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, that was definitely more on the spoken word side of the game. I think we had talked about that when that album came out. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely go back and check out that podcast in the past. But uh, yeah, that that was very interesting to me. It wasn't like oh he biting off of Kendrick. It was like oh okay cool another spoken word thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. The first one I heard was cool, so all right, I'm interested. You know what I'm saying? So. That that part I wasn't too trippy about until I started kind of hearing him trying to break stuff down. So my first time, I was like, hey, what the are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. okay, whatever. But I was listening to the album, and I was just like, okay, this is cool. No auto-tunes. Yeah. You know what I'm yep, saying? Yep. That was one of my first things. Because to, to your point, man, the shit that we're listening to now, it's like, you got to get used to it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yep. then when you listen to this, so for me, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody's actually rapping, man. Somebody's actually being creative, putting some work behind what they're doing. Yep. You know, so this this was very refreshing. I felt like it was like good timing. You know what I'm saying? It was like when it came out, I was just like, wow, thank you. This needs to be recognized for what is what for what's out right now. And when he dropped this, mm-hmm. this should be recognized. And I needed it. You know what I'm saying? I I personally needed it to get back right, mentally to get back right. At least Mm -hmm. you acknowledge it on the front end. It took me a minute to kind of acknowledge it. 
Yeah, but but that's okay because it's like, like you said, dude. I I really look for creative shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you like, like maybe sometimes we go a month, a month and a half, two months without some creative shit. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta go back and you gotta check people's uh, uh, discographies. You know, you gotta see how they got to this point. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you know, with the streaming era, man, that's like the Oh man, you know, as a real hip hop person, you know, it does give you an opportunity to do some research, man. Some real research on on hip hop, man. Listening to where things came from, man. I, mm-hmm. I listen to Big Daddy Kane, and it's like, oh man, this is great. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Right now, I'm just like, oh man, he he was a spitter. If he was in this era, ah, oh, he'll crush everybody. Honestly, he'll still have it. Yep. So so, but um. I'm sorry, going back to this mic, man, it was just, you know, real, it was definitely authentic, you know, so I'm going through it, man, and I'm just loving the hooks, you know, and then I, but I really liked it, I was like, okay, this is cool the first time, mm-hmm. but like you said, when I listened to it the second and third time, I was just like, man, this is cool, Yep. this is real smooth, bruh, I even like how he ended it, you know what I'm saying, like, oh, I love like, how he ended it, yeah, the, he definitely made it a driving CD. You know what I'm saying? Like you definitely can ride to this. Yep. This is this is something you can ride all the way through. It's it's nothing like ah oh, man, I don't want to hear this right now. He didn't throw nothing out of the blue. He started you off on a theme and he stuck to it. Thought that was cool, you know. And um, it actually sounded like he wrote to these beats. Yeah. You know. I didn't know his trade or his his uh one of his skills was spoken word. I mean, I knew he did it and he sounded good doing it, but I didn't know like he was on stages doing that back in the day and shit. <laughs> doing, yep, he was doing a lot of that shit, and then and then you can hear it. So when y'all put my ears back on to say, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. And it was and it, it the last one, the smoking song. I I really fucking love that. Because he ended it like, let's just ride out. And, you know, you, you always tell me, you know, there's certain ones that you could put on and you and your lady riding out and you'd be like, oh, I can keep this one on. Mm-hmm. This one is cool. We can ride to this and be like, hmm, okay, this one is cool. So that's what I kind of felt with that. But the okay. qu- another quick question, what, how did you think about the the Ghostface Killer track? Um... I thought again, dog. I thought this whole album was really good. I didn't see no problem with Ghostface on there, man. You know, um, that was actually one of the features, Patty Locks. Yep. You know, I, I thought that was cool, man. I like I was riding through it. You know, I, I went went through it today again, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow, man, this is this is pretty cool. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't think it it kind of threw everything else off because it was. He jumped in and it made it feel a little different. Not saying that the the cut was bad. Right. I'm just saying the feel of the album when he came in, it was a little. It kind of threw me like, oh, that's not the flow of the rest of the album though. But well, I was okay well, with it. You go ahead, go ahead. I was. I mean, I was okay with it. It's just he's a unique style, and and sometimes you don't want to try to hit a a hard hip hop head. With when you're trying to make a certain style, like for example, when X was with um, who was your boy on the last um, question mark album, and he flowed really fucking well with his ass. Joey Badass, Joey Badass, 
and mm-hmm. he flowed so well with. I was like, damn, that's fucking cold. I wouldn't expect him to flow good with Joey Badass. Right. In this case, this was it was kind of awkward. You know what I mean? Not bad though. I'm not saying it's bad. It was just right. when you have a flow of an album and you don't contribute the way the next person do or that person doesn't kind of compliment you, it was it was a little odd. And with the whole concept of the album wise, not the single, not the single. You know what I'm saying? That's how right. I kind of that's how that's why I asked. Well, I thought it was cool. I thought the beat was very Wu Tangish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, it was fitting for him to be on it. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just wasn't expecting too much from Ghostface. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So when he came on, it was just like, oh, okay, it's Ghost. You know, <laughs> now, now, um, I do commend Action Bronson because in in these times, you know, he sound good. He sound really good. You know, I really enjoyed his last album. You know, but uh, white, white Bronco passes prime. You mean white Bronco? Yeah, white Bronco is really good. Yeah, that was another fun album he did. Yeah, man, Top East album, one of the Top East albums of the year. Mm. But go, so, go ahead, say that one more time. I did hear you. I don't want, I don't want to pass that up like we didn't, like you didn't say that shit. Um, the say, white Bronco is definitely no, no, uh, no, not that. You said oh. your boy was past his prime. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was slick. Uh, yeah, man, I, I think I think Ghostface don't be in the studio like that rapping no more. No, you know what I'm saying. So you know, this was just a, a you know a homage track, and you know he just you know just put his voice on there, got a little check for it. Yep, and you know name recognition. Mm-hmm. Let me throw Ghost in there. Oh, Ghostface Killer. Oh, okay, Ghostface Killer was on there. Oh, okay, you know he's not ripping anything no more. Right, right, he's right. He's a, he's, you know, he's become a contributor. Well, he just dropped the album too. But you know? to your point, yeah, he's just a contributor nowadays. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but overall, I mean, um, seventeen tracks. Um, at first, it was too long for you. No, at first it was. Okay. Now, now it becomes something I can listen to. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's, he's done so many different things and what he's talking about, you know, I even love like plain clothes. Fucking love mm-hmm. that shit. Um, yeah. It's just, he did a lot of good stuff on here. And if you take it for what it was, you would enjoy the shit out of it. Do you think it give you a, oh, maybe Slum, maybe De La Soul feel? No, because funny you said that. Cause I looked at the Netflix to that that hip hop joint, uh-huh. and it made me put back on uh, the Tribe album, Low End Theory, which okay. was fucking amazing again. And I'm like, man, if people really was creative, and then you go to electric electric relaxation, which was another fuck, just dope behind dope, dude. And right. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Did you did you realize what these dudes just? Threw away a complete, you know, concept and recreated something else. De La did the same thing. They did that with um, the first one, and then they turned around and De La Soul is dead. And then yeah. an- they just threw away everything that they wanted to do and said, regardless, we're going to do us because this is what people should hear with hip hop. Where now you've seen people that said, what's hot 
And what right. what will get me to remember you told me this. This was a couple of ones before too. You said, you know, how are you gonna get the streams? You know what I mean? What 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 can I create to get the streams? And that's what's happening. People ain't trying to put quality shit out there. They're doing shit to get the streams. And I'm telling you what what I really um they could talk shit about them all they want, but the one enjoyable writing thing that I love listening to in between everything else is the black eyed peas. That is just yeah. so it's just a fun album. It's not a great album, but it's just fun to listen to because it gave homage to old school on almost every level. You know, the samples, the people that's on it, the 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 type of things that they actually rap about. It's old school. Hey look, the hooks. I want this to be old school and it is just so much fun. Is it popular? No, not not quite, but it's fun. But this guy came and said, I'm going to be, this is who I am. So I'm going to make a release, an album, uh, uh, whatever, of something that I'm good at, but I'm going to do it in a different way. And he came across great to me. And I can understand. At first, I was like, where the fuck you put this dude on the list? Then I was like, wow, okay. Well, let me step back. Right. Because this is unique in in an era where people don't want to be unique. Yeah. People want to be popular. People want to be popular, man. It's so easy to be popular, man. It's tough to be hot and get your name out and be creative. You and know, stand so out. And you stand know, I definitely um yeah, overall I, I totally agree, man. Um the the production uh not not necessarily just the uh, the sound kind of gave me an old school slum village feel, you know, probably a day lot. So not a tribe. I I believe tribe is a, is in the lane of it within itself. Um, but like you said, yes, the vibe was good all the way through. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, uh, I think I think. Um, so this is me. I'm I'm finna go ahead and get my review on this. This okay. is me just going ahead and jump into my review because I I again I really like this. But right. uh I, I believe it took some time to make this album. You know? You know, and, and in time where motherfuckers wanna make an album in two weeks, three months. No, in two weeks, in a month, in less than a month. Mm-hmm. You wanna make an album, oh okay, well, I'm finna drop an album, okay, well, I just do all of it. Within a week. Nah, dog, you can't do that. That's not how you make good, great music. It takes some time, man. It, it'll take three months to make a real album. You right. know, it'll take six months to make a phenomenal album. You know, if you really put the time into it. You know, if you put the money into it, you can always make a Meek Mills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Championships. You yep. know what I'm saying? But if you got to have the bread for that shit. You know, so, you know, overall, man, it was a very well piece of piece of work dog creative body of work it was very good all the way through to your point um he didn't need to try to make any commercial singles you know it would only make him look out of place you know what i'm saying like nigga what the hell is you doing what the, what is this right right you know so i feel like you know he knew his lane and and he stuck with it, man. This project, you know, is simple. It's simply put, it's just it's just well put together body of work. Yeah, you and, know, and like you said, the whole done. theme of the of the 
spoken word. That shit was smooth. The production was smooth. You know, so overall, man, I honestly give it a, a, a eight two. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Cause I kind of looked at it, and and you know, I was I was trending toward like a low sevens at first when I finally said, "Wow, this is good." And I was like low sevens, but I'm I'm gonna bring it up. I'm not gonna quite give it an eight, but I'll give it a seven seven five. And the reason is I like it, but I'm running into too many better stuff. But I do like it, so I'm dropping mm-hmm. it out of rotation. If it's in rotation, it's 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 an eight and above. But it's not in a quick rotation. If I'm really trying to ride out and do something like and chill this is a good one to throw on this is a really good one or i'm sitting here writing and trying to do some work once again this is another good one to throw on because i don't necessarily have to hear what he's saying but his flow and the way he's kind of like oh oh like i'm on stage and look i'm trying to tell you though you this this you know it's a good great flow of what he does and i really like it so mine's a seven seven five. Okay, that's fair, man. I can definitely respect that because I really appreciate the fact that you went back and was like, "Wow, this is pretty good." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm glad I so, did. So <laughs> instead of just being like, "Man, that shit was whack," and then listen to it a second time, it was like, "Yeah, man, this shit's whack, man." You no. know, so you know that that was cool, man. Mick Jenkins is a, a, a underappreciated artist that we have out here in this game right now. Absolutely. And, you know, he deserved the respect. To me, he definitely deserved the respect. Um, It's just sad sometimes that what's popular is being played and what isn't is still underground that people got to hand out. You know what I mean? Right. Like people like us got to say, hey, look, that's that bullshit. You can hear that anytime you want. But you need to hear this Mick Jenkins. What? Man, that's some bull. No. First of all, if you listen to the same thing, that's kind of fucked up on your part. That means you're not a hip hop head. That means you only listen to a genre. You know what I mean? That's a fucked up thing. If you're mm-hmm. in the hip hop, you know there's a California sound. There's a somewhat of a Midwest sound. There's a yep. Southern sound, East Coast sound. And if you go a little deeper to the seat, like the Philly, um, almost Baltimore, a little... That's even a little different than the New York sound as well. So then you got Chicago. You got so many different sounds. And if you love the art, you'll be able to say, this is what I'm listening to. Right. And you got to respect it, not because it's popular. And like I said, you you can go in the charts now and Migos shit is all over there. That don't make it the best shit that's out there. It don't. That's why. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shout out to Jay-Z. You know what Jay-Z said? What did he say? He said, I ain't got a billion streams. I got a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then he actually said that I used to, we used to, billboards was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now we look at billboards like, nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Like... (laughs) What the fuck do you mean? These people are number one. This shit is trash. You know what I'm saying? You can't call this the best music if it's... So, I, I can't really quote him the way. When we get into that Meek Mills, if we ever get into that Meek Mills, 
Mm-hmm. I definitely, um, I definitely break down that whole Jay Z verse, man, because you know you're absolutely right, man. The music that's that you feel or that's on the Billboard top hundred Billboard, at least eighty percent of that motherfucker is trash. <laughs> it's straight ass, and you don't even need to be listening to this motherfucking shit. How did this shit even get on the Billboard? Um, why is it staying there? And it stays there. Popularity gets you on there. But who the fuck is keep playing it so it can stay there? Kids, man. Kids, I, man. And, and streaming is like, I'm listening to it, then I cut it off. Then I cut it back on, then I cut it off. The more you do that, the more it's kind of like, oh, that's popular. We got to put that up there. No, it's not. No, it's fucking Kids, not. man. Can you imagine if you were able to stream all of Michael Jackson's music at one time? Yeah, I know. I know. When you were a kid? When you were 14? So he would be the, the, the hottest artist in the world forever. Because it would have been, it would have stayed that way. Exactly. It would have been so much. It would have stayed that way. Because even when he, he died, it would start all over again. Yep. So he would have been, it's, it's nobody else. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's just sad. And I'm, I'm great segue into that. Because before we start the next one. The problem is sometime when you get saturated by the same shit, you grow accustomed to it and you make excuses for it. Mm. And when you make excuses for it, you accept the auto tune and you accept that you ain't talking about shit and you accept that. Damn, that's shit. He just said two albums ago. He's just saying it again. With a different color. His Lambo is now red as opposed to that is white. As opposed to yellow. As opposed to <laughs> yellow. And it's the same <laughs> fucking stuff, dude. And and that's not a good thing when it comes to music to me. I definitely agree. Because we always had outcasts. You know, we and always goody. had people that, that were that were still in the in the same game, but they presented it a different way, man. Yeah. You know. We had Red Man, so that that's why I still try to look for artists like that. You know, I feel like Ski Mask has his lane. You know, I feel like um, some of these young, really creative artists, um, <laughs> if they stick with their craft, they can they can really be legendary out here. They 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 might not be on TV, and that's the crazy part, man. You don't even have to be on TV nowadays. I know. I know. You can almost make a billion dollars within less than 10 years. You can make a billion dollars in less than 10 years if you do it right. With merch and brands, you know, you can be 15. And by the age of 25, you can be a billionaire. Yep. That's ridiculous. And if you smart and hold it, it can be easy. But most of the time you're trying to live up to an image, you're mm-hmm. spending that money on bullshit. And it mm-hmm. looks like, well, your assets may be close to a billion dollars, but that shit could be taken care of you as soon as you're not signed the next fucking month. You know what I mean? And all that shit disappears. And, you know, thinking of that, like Kyle Genesis, the Bad Sushi album. I thought that mm-hmm. was fun. I thought that was different. He was he was coming across a little different. And the 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 video was like cool as fuck, too. Um, and I just enjoyed it. You know what I mean? And 
I kind of was listening through it and say, we need more people like this. You know, people who's trying to come across a little different and and sound a little different, but you're still familiar with a certain style. Right. You know, because a lot of times the ear still goes toward what's familiar as opposed to what's different. But if you open your ears and put the, the right ears on different, you have to respect. And then you say, wow, that's a unique way of how he presented this whole fucking album. Oh, my God. Now I could start respecting what he was doing or what he was trying to do. And that's where we had so much of that going on. But at the back end of the year, we were just hit with the Southern shit, dude. Yeah. We flooded. Was flooded with that shit. You know, Future and your boy, um, fucking Gunna, uh, a little baby with like 15 albums this year and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, then they broke up the, the everybody from the, from the fucking Migos. Uh, Migos doing their own shit and Metro Boomin'. You know what I'm saying? And I'm kind of yeah. like, wow, dude. But I, I, I ate all of that up. Yeah, so when we hear Eminem shit, we're like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, it ain't. You know yeah. <laughs> yeah, because your mind is already on, yeah, let's see what's going on. And and it was, <laughs> you know, it, it just was different. It made it different. But um, I was glad to hear this. And I was glad that you kind of was, you didn't tell me to continue to listen to it. But I always, I always listen to how you don't say shit. Because sometimes you say, yeah, I know. And then I can move on. And I, and I feel that maybe that was the right move because you just said, I wanted to test this with you. But when you go, really? Okay. That says, did you really listen to that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> then I'll go, oh, fuck, you got me again. And so I go back. So when you don't say what you say, I said, damn, I got to go back. And then that's when I realized, oh, shit, I was used to listening to this other shit. And I got caught up of listening to auto tunes and all this other shit. And, and, it, and it just it made me realize I got to slow down to what I'm listening to again and stop putting on the stuff to get my mind used to expecting. You know, the expectation is that's what I'm going to hear. Right. Did you listen to Reason? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to do something on him because of the, and I'll just say it now, because of almost all the West Coast people, that dude is fucking amazing. Mm. That dude you is get amazing. To, and you get to compare him now. Yeah, I know. I know. It was I, funny that on the back end, this is the guy that I look back and say, wow, this is really what I wanted to hear. But it was, it was, he still had the feel of everybody else. You know, some of the tracks were still kind of produced pretty much the same, but he has such a unique way of what he's done. I think he's on the um, Black Panther album too, I think. Yeah, he is. And I was, so I went back and was like, oh shit, there you go. Wow. Yeah, very, very good. I really okay. enjoyed that one. I was that's where the one I forgot to kind of mention because I had that on rotation heavy, dude. Nice, yeah, okay. heavy, heavy. Now that's a guy I respect, but, but <laughs> yeah, that's a top dog artist. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> you know, they do they do their thing, man. You can't deny what the fuck they doing, bro. You, I, I think I think everybody knows that they're the Lakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think well, 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 old school Lakers. Exactly, old school Lakers, new school Warriors. You know right, what I'm saying? I, right. I think they, everybody knows it. You know, I Dreamville definitely knows it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I sent you a video of JID saying it out of his mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we trying to be like TDE, nigga. Yep. Which means we need to drop these niggas, and we need better niggas. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, not, we that's, need that's, to that's commit. The only thing he should have said that he didn't say. He was like, "Look, I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah, you should have told you, you told your fucking coach <laughs> and your fucking GM that you need better players." That's what's For up. Real. Yep. And, and I want to get into that when we rate the JID. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But um, so we're going to take a quick break and I want to come back with the Anderson pack because that's the guy that's been showing up on everybody's shit but his own. Mm-hmm. So that was another one that I was like, let's see, you know, all the experience you went through. Let's see how you do it on your own. So that was one thing that I was kind of looking forward to with that. So I swing back through, and when we come back, we'll be back with Anderson Pie. 